0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Soba. Busy Living Soba. Busy Living Soba. All right, I'm doing something totally different. I'm going to play this song. Here we go. We're going to celebrate I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating. And you're all probably like, why is she celebrating? Well, it's episode 200. 200. Zero, zero. 200 episodes. And here I am. I decided to go 200 solo. I could have gotten JF to come on, I could have gotten somebody else to come on, but you got me solo today. And, um, I did something really uncomfortable yesterday, which is I listened to myself and an old podcast I had done. And I have to tell you, I don't know, like listening to myself, I'm always like, it's like, I'm not one, like if you take, um, fingernails to a chalkboard, that's how it sounds when I listen to myself. So I listened to episode one, which was, um, aired on February 21st of 2017. So that's like three and a half years ago. So I went and I listened to myself and I had, I like, I <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, but, um, my voice was like, hi, it's, I really was trying hard. I can tell you that I was very, I was trying hard on that first podcast, you know, 199 ago or 200 ago. And, um, I was, uh, I, I remember I did this, I did my first podcast because my, these marketing people told me to do a podcast and I was like, I don't even know what a podcast is. And, um, so here I am and I really wanted it to be more of like a dear Abby. Like somebody would write to me, which has happened. It has occurred, but I've never gotten people that have said, will you go talk about this topic or talk about that topic? I mean, maybe that's happened twice in the three and a half years, mostly, um, I come up with the topics myself because people don't inspire, people, I don't want to say they don't inspire me, but people don't reach out and say, oh, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. I kind of wanted it to be like Dear Abby, for those of you that are old enough to remember who Dear Abby was, because Dear Abby was like, you'd write and you'd be like, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. And I kind of wanted it to be like that, but it hasn't happened like that organically. Um, I'm a firm believer in, since the beginning of this podcast, that it is organic. and for lack of a better word, I like to say that it's God's will. So whatever's meant to be, will be, I don't force anything. Um, it's the way that it's like flowed this whole entire time is kind of like my sobriety. It's, um, you know, I do the best I can do each day and I don't pick up a drink and then things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And I believe that that's, um, divine intervention it's divine intervention. So the way that the podcast has grown and now uh, it's two days a week, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's not just me Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's been ebbs and flows of that. Now I have guests on every Thursday um, and guests that write to me. I don't write to them. They write to me and say, can I come on? And I'm always like, sure. if you want to come on? And uh, crazily enough, we I just booked somebody. For, um, I'm booking now in mid February of 2021. And who would have ever thought, and again, this is all, I don't make any money as you all know, this is not a money producer. This, I don't have any advertisers as you all know. It's just busy getting busy, living sober. And so, um, back to my first podcast. So my first podcast, I was listening to it and, um, and it was like, I was telling my story, but I was telling it in this way that was, um, it was different, right? So I had 10 years of sobriety then, and now I have 14. Did I have 10? I think I had 10 and a half or whatever it was, three and a half years ago, 10 and a half years ago. And um, I had 10 and a half years sober. And it's so I'm sitting here at 14 years sober, um, having this podcast, doing my 200th episode. And so I kind of want to go back and maybe talk about a couple of things that had happened and where I am today and all the people that, that have reached out to me during this time this three and a half years and um why I keep doing it I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about those a couple things like that so first off um I was back and I was listening to it and I was listening to a story that I was talking about from you know three and a half years ago on the first one and now I talked about the shame and um I can say with pure honesty in my heart that I don't have shame anymore. Um, about being, uh, being, I don't have shame about being drunk, obviously, because I haven't been drunk in a long time, but that shame and, um, has dissipated year by year, right? It gets a little bit easier each year. And, um, but that shame in the very beginning that I came in 14 years ago, um, that was really hard, you know, and I wanted to make myself different than everybody else. I wanted to be like, Oh, but you know, I'm special. I want a tiara. (laughs) I want a parade. I want all these things because I came in and I actually am, I decided to get sober, which was a huge, huge thing. And, um, the shame that I felt before and when I came in was so hard because I think the shame now that I'm like thinking back in time, you know, I think the shame comes from asking for help. Um, I think it's from coming to the place like I'm a mom and I don't got this anymore. Like I'm drinking too much. I need someone's help. And that was really um, foreign to me, was reaching out for help, admitting that I was, I didn't have this. Um, I didn't, I wasn't on top of my game, I wasn't handling everything. I wasn't juggling everything as much as I thought I was. I thought that I was juggling things really well. I'm like, I'm a single mom, I got three kids, my ex-husband's drunk down the street, I'm getting buzzed pretty much whenever I can, and I'm juggling all these things. And I mean, it was like crazy, right? Cause you're constantly moving and you're constantly doing all these things and you're just like, ah. And I, I still remember that feeling of like, unmanageability is what they call it. And they call it chaos, right? And then my son just told me a term which I'd never heard, which is spinning. You know, I was literally spinning around and around and around and around looking for answers. And I was a, 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 a screaming girvish. Um, it's like one of those tops that you twirl. Um, I felt like that, like I was spiraling, trying to figure out what I was gonna do next, how I was gonna be able to drink the way I wanted to drink and manage my life of being a single mom and manage my life of being a member of my community and like faking it, like going out and being at church on a Sunday morning after going out the night before and just smelling like all of those things. I still remember. I still remember those things and how crazy and chaotic it was. And, um, I mentioned also in the podcast that I wasn't going to talk about AA and the craziest thing is, is that it's like the longer I've, the longer I've been doing the podcast, the more, um, sobriety and AA is becoming more, um, I don't want to say prevalent, but it's being it's definitely more accepted than it was maybe a, a while ago. Um, there's Sober Curious today, there's Sober Sub- September, there's Sober October, um, uh, when on Instagram, when you go and you see like, there's a ton of sober, um, uh, different vignettes that's going on on people's stories and things. And when I first did this podcast, it wasn't like that. Um, it was still kind of, and I mentioned, they're like, I don't want to talk about AA because of the principles of AA. I didn't want to talk about the fact that I was a member of AA because that's not what you're supposed to do because of the principles. But I, I think, the more it's grown and the more organically like grown that it's gotten, it's been, it's again, it's more, it's okay to say it. I don't know. Um, and I have a lot of guests that say that they attend 12-step meetings. And <clears throat> I understand the whole reason of not wanting to say that people go to AA because if you relapse, which is a huge thing that people do, I've, a lot of people relapse. It's 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 nothing to be ashamed of. And a lot of people do it, but they think that if you say you go to AA and you relapse, then it obviously doesn't work. But um, I don't know if I really believe in that, to be honest, but um, I know for me, it's I, I ground myself by going to 12-step meetings and I start my day each day going to one just because it gets me centered, right? It gets me realizing that I'm not running the show. You know, I'm not God. I'm not divine intervention. I'm just Elizabeth, aka Busy trying to get another day sober, and doing the best I can do. Because I have a mind that still tells me after 14 years, like, hmm, doesn't that drink look good sometimes? I'll tell you the story that happened. Um, I was watching, again, back to Instagram. So I'm looking at Instagram last night, And I saw that Goldie Hawn was singing happy birthday to her son, Oliver. It was his birthday. Happy birthday. And she wasn't singing happy birthday. She was singing, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. I don't need to go on and on. But she was doing that. And I thought it was so touching how she did this. And she was in her workout clothes, totally like, again, looking just totally natural. Just kind of like I have no makeup on or anything. And, um, And then I went and looked at Oliver's. Instagram and he had, he was having, I don't know. He didn't say he was having hair of the dog, but he got up in the morning and he was having a shot of tequila. And then this stuff that I guess makes you not have hangovers. And, um, I looked at that and I was like, what is that? That looks kind of interesting. What is that that he's drinking? They didn't have that before what is it? Does it really work? Because I used to get hangovers to go, like I went to the hospital for hangover. So I was like, what is that? And my brain went down that, I want to say rabbit hole as one of my guests in the book, going down the rabbit hole. Like I was going down the rabbit hole thinking, God, I wonder if I did drink. Oh my gosh, as normal people. do? Would that be cool? Da, 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 da. I still have that born forget it, right? I, I still have that sense of like, oh, if I can go get lost myself and pick up a drink and not have any repercussions, would I want to do it? That's just honest. I feel like that sometimes. That happened yesterday. So being busy living sober does not mean that I every day feel angelic and like, this is the best thing in the whole world. Some days are harder than others, right? Because I'm human. Some days life gets a little lifey and it doesn't feel great. But I have to remember that, um, where I am in the whole spectrum of life. Last Thursday, I had a guest on Tim Ringold, and he's a musician and he's a music therapist. And he said this thing that I really, it's been stuck with me for almost a week now. That's a long time for me to stick, so to stick with me. And um, he said, he gets up every morning and he walks outside and he looks at the sky at 5 a.m. Okay. And so 5 a.m. I did that actually a couple nights ago because I woke up and the dogs needed to go out. So I went outside and I looked up to the sky and I could see all these stars. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these stars. And when you go out and you look at the stars at the Milky Way and like the whole sky with, filled with all these stars and planets. And you think about yourself and you're like, in reality, am I really all that? Even though it's all I think about. But when it comes to the earth, are we really that big of a deal? And do we have to take ourselves so seriously all the time? Rule 62. I I don't think so. I think that um, realizing that I'm just one little speck on this planet. And um, if I can do something to help another person, that's all I want to do. So, which leads me right into, which I didn't even plan to, into uh so busy living sober 200th episode and um what i thought it was going to be and what it is today and what it'll be in the future i have no idea about what you know we all have these ideas of what we want something to look like and i wanted it to look like oh i'm the next book i'm the next you know dr ruth or whatever not dr ruth because she did sex but you know the same sort of thing and you call in and people are going to ask you about addiction and it hasn't been like that it's been more like um People will write to me and say, oh my gosh, I could totally relate to you, which is what's working right now. I love that. People are, um, they're getting sober, listening to busy living sober. And if that's working that way, then I'm helping another person and I'm doing the best thing that I could do. Right. I'm there. I, um, I show up every week for everybody. Um, some days I don't feel like doing it. I'm just being totally honest, but I do it anyway. Um, some days I have to beg, beg my husband to come on here with me. But he does it, and um, I'm grateful for that. And we make it a team effort, and it's been fun because I've had people that have come on and talked to me, and said, "You know what? Oh my gosh, I love that I know what your husband's like. I love that I know what your kids are like. I love that you know everybody participates." And I'm like, "Wow, I love that people know who we all are. So we're a sober family. We are a sober family without sober kids. We're um, a sober husband and wife. We're um, second marriage." and we're trying to do this thing called life and raising these kids and just trying to do the best we can do one day at a time and we share our experience strength and hope with you guys and let you know that um what works for us and what doesn't work for us and some things that we've tried that didn't work and some things that we have tried that have worked and um how we're just doing this one day at a time and that is such a foreign concept, right? Doing things one day at a time, because we live in a society that's always thinking about the future and always like, oh, what are you going to do when you grow up? I've always like thought that that's the craziest question, because how do we even know? We're, I mean, I always tell people, I have no idea what I'm going to do when I grow up and I'm 51, almost 52 years old. And what I'm doing is just trying to help another human being. And I feel like that's why God has us here is to help somebody out. I don't think it's to... um I think we're here to help people get one more day of life and feel like they're of service to another person. And I think that showing up and coming on and being on this podcast, it's allowed me to do that. It's allowed me to give in service and say to everybody, guess what? I am an alcoholic. I might not be what society th- taught me what an alcoholic looked like when I was growing up. I'm glad that's changing. I'm glad that that show mom's out there now And we can watch mom and we see the mom that's going to meetings and her daughter's getting sober too. And like living this life. I think that's cool that that's a resource out there today. And it's not just the Sandra Bullocks that's going to 21 days and it looks like totally scary. I think that living life on life's terms and realizing that it's okay to be sober and have a life that's, that's fun, you know, a life that's, filled with wonderful things instead of filled with, you know, sadness and remorse and, you know, being bitter for the rest of your days because your life was like this. And now it's not like that. It's like, I feel like there's this promise we have in, um, and it's like, you know, we'll no longer regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. And it's very interesting because all of my things that have happened to me during my life, I have found, um, you know, at one time they were totally, um, I regretted them. I had remorse. I had sadness. I was like shame for my life. And, um, the longer I've been on this path, the more that I've realized that every experience that I've had took me to the next level. It's like, I've learned from it all. Um, and it's, most of it's through pain. Unfortunately, um, I've learned that divine intervention, as I mentioned, like God intervenes and God makes life so much greater and so much richer and if i sit here and i focus on the negative and i focus on what i'm going to do in the future to make things the way i think that they're perfect um i'm missing the whole point i miss the whole point and that's something i've learned the longest the longer i've stayed sober um i don't want to miss the point anymore i missed the point for a long time and which left me feeling like ugh. I was always, um, I always say it's not fun. If you're in the future, one leg's in the future and one leg's in the past, it definitely is not comfortable. It's, uh, it's like doing a splits. And um, I always think that if you're on a railing, you know, if you're sitting on a, you know, post and rail um, fence and you're in, sitting on one of those poles, on it's not comfortable at all. And um, so I want to be in just the day and I want to be in the moment. And I do that by touching a piece of furniture, touching a wall, uh, counting the colors that are outside the room. Take a deep breath and being right here. But I've learned that through time. I mean time, because I said I also said in my first podcast that I w- was a mindfulness person, and um, it's interesting because back then I, I don't even know. I, I, I think I was doing. I, I I feel like this mindfulness and the meditation part of being um, a person that t- tries to meditate. It's something I have to do in a daily moment. I have to literally take a deep breath and do it each day. It's a practice that I have to do every morning. I have to do it before I get out of bed or I don't do it. And um, right now I'm reading this book, Abundance. Another guest that came on said that they were doing it and I ordered it. And um, and this book, Abundance, gave me the ability to... Um, to every morning, I read a reading passage, I meditate for 15 minutes and I write about it. And that's been helping me. Um, I learned that it's always learning new things that are going to work for me to stay sober, right? Because I can't do this thing called life by myself. And fortunately or unfortunately, I do hear God speak sometimes, but it's not as often as I do hear somebody see, say something in a meeting and um, it relates to what I'm going through. And that gives me this sense of like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. There's somebody here. I'm not by myself. Somebody's going through something similar thing that I've gone through and that I'm going through presently. And, um, it gives me the ability to go forward even more when I hear something that's like, wow, was that a coincidence or was that a God wink? And, um, I'm a firm believer in God winks. So I want it to be a God wink. I don't want it to be a coincidence. I want it to be a God wink. So I have those God winks and, um, the God winks help me again, stay in the day and stay in a place where, um, you know, where if I'm in, Like if i'm just doing the right things everything seems to work out like you just like you know it's like domino effect if you're doing the right things all these things and it's uh i have been jammed up and i'm just gonna be honest here because that's the only way i can do it um this covid thing i'm totally over i'm totally over it i hate wearing a mask Just being honest, I hate wearing a mask. I hate wearing a mask. I hate other people wearing masks. Um, I hate not being able to see someone's expression on their face. I can't, you can't see somebody smile. Um, People seem angry. Um, I still remember the first time I went to a grocery store and people were wearing masks and I was like, this feels uncomfortable. Um, I hate not going out and touching people and giving them hugs. the whole thing is just, I'm over it. And I know a lot of people are too. So I was over it and I was feeling sad and lonely. And even though I'm in a house full of people and I'm feeling all these things. And I saw that Oliver's uh, drinking the tequila and God, it looked good. It looked good. Cause I didn't want to have those feelings. Um, I didn't want to feel sad anymore I didn't want to feel like I live in an alien world, even though I feel like I live in an alien world. I hate what's going on politically um, no matter what side you sit on, I just think the whole thing is kind of yucky um, it's just so having all those feelings and that's the alcoholic brain right like I want to go and pick up a drink so I don't have to think about it anymore That's my answer right i um I pick up a drink and I don't feel um I pick up a drink and I don't have to be swirling around in those feelings of that. I'm not good enough and that, um, bad things are going to happen any second and that I feel lonely and I feel bored and I feel like I miss my life. And I feel like I want to stomp my feet like a two year old. I have all those feelings and they're not, um, but I, I have to say that admitting it to you guys right now, and I admitted it in a twelve-step meeting earlier today, um, gives me freedom. Gives me freedom um, in a way that uh, in a way that I never ever could have had before in my life. It's like I don't want to pick up a drink because all I'm going to do is have these same feelings that I have, but just add uh, fuel to it. So I don't want to have those feelings anymore. I want to have feelings that, um, that God's got this. God's got me. God's got my husband. God's got the earth. God's got America. God's got the pandemic. God's got it all. And there's a reason we're going through it. And why are we going, why? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I want to read, um, I want to read to you guys this acceptance and I'm going to find it on here. And it's page 417 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And, um, and I want to read it to you because I think that it might help. It might help. Um, it might help. So, um, Here we go. I'm going to read this because I think acceptance might help us all. Because if we all accept where we are and realize everything in God's world is exactly the way it's supposed to be, we'll make life even better. So acceptance. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I'm disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment nothing absolutely nothing happens in god's world by mistake until i could accept my alcoholism i could not stay sober unless i accept life completely on life's terms i cannot be happy i need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as what on what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes Shakespeare said all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation. And I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance have taught me that there is a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us that we are all children of God, and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I'm complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. And the reality is I don't know anything better than God. All I know is that um, I came here three and a half years ago. I launched Busy Living Sober, the podcast. Here we are at episode 200. I am the same girl, things have changed. I'm married now. I wasn't married back then. I've had two kids graduate from college. Um, puppies, people have died. People um, have come into my life. People have gone for my life. Um, but having God and knowing that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be has given me a life beyond my wildest dreams being able to come to all of you. Um, I don't even know how many people watch. I don't even know how many people listen. I have no idea. I don't ever look at the an- analytics because what is it going to do for me? <laughs> I have no idea. So I just know that when I get an email or an Instagram note or a Facebook message from a listener, it makes my day. Um, I know it makes me feel like, Oh my gosh, somebody's actually listening. Cause I don't know who's listening. Um, you know, giving me the acceptance to know that God is here for me and that I'm taking this chance twice a week of coming out there, putting myself out there and knowing maybe people are making fun of me. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't have to be bad. It could be good too. People are maybe loving this. And, uh, it's a, uh, it's a huge gift and it's about, you know, just telling another person that I know if you're battling this disease of addiction, rather it be weed pills Coke, uh, alcohol, you're not alone. You're not alone. I've been there, a lot of people have been there and um, the only way we can do this is together. You can't do this by yourself. You need a friend, I promise you might not know me, but if you reach out to me, you'll become my friend. People have done it, I swear they can't believe, they're always like, oh my gosh, you wrote me right back. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm I'm here to do is write you right back and let you know that I know that some days are harder than others. And, um, that acceptance that I read to you really has helped me and will continue to help me. And, um, my fellow travelers and the fellow people, my friends, the people who reach out to me, you help me more than you could ever imagine. And, um, I'm going to keep going. We'll see if we get to episode 400. Maybe we'll get to episode a thousand. Who knows? Who knows? And does it really matter? It doesn't because all we have is today. All we have is today. So, um, a thank you to everyone out there that has reached out to me during the past three and a half years, 200 episodes later. I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that has helped me, um, get another day of sobriety, um, and help me to, you know, have this life that's amazing and not every day is perfect as I mentioned, but I know that knowing you're there and when you reach out, knowing that I do have listeners, it's, um, it's, it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome stuff and to know that uh that every time i i come on i say a prayer and i'm always like god please speak through me and i hope that someone gets something out of my message and so i my prayer was that today i hope that someone that's listening got something from what i said today and um i want you all to know that you're not alone i am here you can reach out to me anytime at busy b i z z y at the a sign at busy living sober.com. dot com and that's B U S Y. And um just please know that life is about getting busy living sober in today. Uh tomorrow's not here and yesterday's gone. No money in the world's gonna bring back yesterday and no money's gonna take you to tomorrow. There's no space machine that's gonna take you, at least that I know of, uh that's gonna take you in the future. So just being in today and being in the moments and learning how to do that will give you this present, this gift of the presence and um It will help you get one more day or one more minute of sobriety. And that's all that matters is getting one more minute, one more hour, one more day of sobriety. And until next time, keep getting busy, living, sober. Thanks everybody again. Happy 200th anniversary, 200th episode anniversary. And take care everybody. And until next time, again, keep getting busy, living, sober, and reach out to me with questions, comments, everything. I'll 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 write back. I promise. Take care everybody. Bye.